everyone, and welcome back to the Not Your Average Girl podcast. It is Jess. And Sarah. And we are back with another episode, and it's going to be a funny one this time. I mean, our last episode was a good balance. It was kind of funny. We talked about expectations versus reality. And this week, we're going to do a classic game of Would You Rather. Yeah, I mean, we think we're funny. Right, so like our, our goal is to be funny. True. <laughs> no promises that anyone laughed, but yeah. that was the goal, I guess. We're just you're just along for the ride here. Whatever <laughs> whatever that may be. <laughs> How's your day been? Oh you know. I had actually a, a wondering mint today. A what? A wondering mint. Okay. I think please continue. <laughs> um why? Are the pads in sports bras and bathing suits not sewn in? Oh my freaking God. Why? This is a great question, Sarah. So much so that I've gotten to the point where I just rip those bad boys out and rock small titties, nipples out for life. Yeah, I mean, like, usually I do, but now that I'm teaching, I just, I feel like there's a boundary. Like, not that, I mean, I support the free the nipple, but I just don't know that I'm allowed, not allowed, but confident enough to slay the dragon that is elementary schools just yet. As you know, I have breastfeeding nipples. <laughs> like, my nipples uh, <laughs> are the shape of the nipple of a bottle, right? Yeah, that's true. They're they very are. much breastfeeding nipples. <clears throat> so they definitely protrude. So I do like, while I'm not a, like a push-up bra, padded bra kind of gal, I do like the odd seamless sports bra mm -hmm. to wear under my shirts yes but i put it on today and the pads were folded in half and oh my god as you know i was late getting here because i had to spend 10 full minutes unfolding the pads of my bra and trying to somehow get them back in without them refolding like i just i just don't get it like what are they thinking why isn't this the why aren't they sewn in i think either a man makes them not a woman probably the most likely explanation but or, or we should just we should start a company. <laughs> Let's do it. Not your average girl bras. I want one. Right? I want one. You'll, oh. you'll be the first customer. Amazing. I will. I'll create this product just so I can just buy it myself. <laughs> Anyone else? Doesn't matter. How's your day, Bye. Jess? My day was good. I'm tired. Yeah, man. I've been having allergies all day, so if I sound really nasally <laughs> and gross, I think that's what it is. Although we just ate pho and I put so much sriracha in there and I feel like I cleaned out my nasal passages but I'm, I think I sound less nasally now good um but I'm hoping that didn't like bring on the faucet so and I don't have to sniffle in everyone's ear this entire time that'll be cute yeah it's it's hot <laughs> that could be a fetish <laughs> it probably is you know what they say if you can think it there's probably porn online about it <laughs> that's upsetting how messed up somebody google that for us I'd give it a goog. Yeah, think of the weirdest thing possible and then try to find the matching porn. Keep it legal, though. We're not responsible if the cook please come knocking at your door. <laughs> We're not responsible. Yeah. Keep be, it. Be responsible. Keep it above board, please. <laughs> um, actually, my first would you rather plays into the concept of police at your door. Right oh my now. gosh. So should we actually just jump right into yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Okay, so my first would you rather is would you rather be in jail for a year or lose a year off your life? Wow. Mm-hmm. Can it be losing any year off of my life? Or does it have to be like the end of my life? Um I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know. The website wasn't more specific, and I didn't really think it through much further. So. Okay. Um, I feel like being in jail is the same thing as losing a year off my life. Okay. No, you know what? I disagree. I disagree with my own self on that statement. I think that I would rather lose a year off my life. Because our society is so stigmatized against people who have been in jail. Yes. And, like, criminalized that I feel like I don't know how I would recover. Yes, I I can understand your perspective, although I disagree. Really? Yes. Why? 
because I think I'm not try I'm not trying to glamorize jail or going to prison because I think that that would be a pr very traumatic experience based on I think the way that the system treats inmates and I don't think it's a good system for that I don't think it really focuses on mental health as which is what it should be doing. I think mm. it's just more like punishment when that's not really conductive. If you really want to send these people back into society and give them a good chance of not doing it again. Yeah. So I'm not trying to glamorize prison, but I do think that like, I would rather have that year of my life, even if it was in jail, because it would be time, like it would be another experience and I'd be able to like grow as a person. And like, I think it would make me a more dynamic human at the end. If I managed to come out of it, without severe challenges. Sure, but then I just worry like, so you're this dynamic, wonderful person, but the world stigmatizes you, and then you have so much limit. Like, I wonder, like, travel is probably limited after that. That's true, it probably depends on like, the Jobs. crime you committed. That's true, I don't know, I don't know the facts. So, to find my would you rathers, I went on a would you rather website for couples. Oh no, Sarah. And I thought that would that would suit us well. But also be kind of funny. So, okay, my question for you. Would you rather never own a pet or never get married? Oh, never get married. 100%. Why is that so easy for you? Because I can still love someone and live with them and have a full life with someone without the marriage part that literally, honestly, doesn't bother me at all. Like if I found the person that I love and they were like, I don't really believe in marriage, I'd probably be like, that's fine. Interesting. Like I like the idea of wearing a wedding dress and having a wedding. Yeah. But you know what I love more? The idea of like being with someone who makes me super happy with our adorable dog. Yeah, I guess you're right. I Like, I totally... And I actually had a sneaking suspicion that, that would be your answer. But the reason I'm asking is because I don't feel the same. And, like, to each their own, absolutely. But I just feel like marriage is such a... Like, I get that it's, like, a construct. And, and I understand people who can just be committed mm -hmm. and do it that way. That's fine. Absolutely. But... I just feel like for me, I haven't been able to move past the idea that it's like, it's a, in my head, it's a bigger commitment. Yeah, but if that was off the table for you, like if that was not an option, yeah, could you, and you love that person, it's almost like, to me, is a stronger choice to say marriage isn't on the table, but I love this person, so I'm going to be so ferociously committed despite the fact that there's no legal obligation for me to be doing so. Right. Like, isn't there something so romantic in that? And yeah. so powerful in that? I do agree, but maybe it just shows that, like, my inability to trust a partner. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have full faith that I could do that. Yeah. But I guess I don't really have full faith that anyone else. I guess it's it. also kind of the, like, not realistic idea that, like, marriage will keep someone in line because if you're with someone that's not trustworthy i don't think marriage is going to be what keeps them yeah you're so right right <laughs> and it's so <laughs> funny because i'm such like a social justice like bring down the the system person but for Someone's some gonna reason cheat, they're gonna cheat if someone's gonna stray they're gonna I, stray I maybe even more so if they feel like they have those types of um limitations on them yeah. just for some reason in my head i'm like that's one that i just can't get over as wanting to have in my life and I'm not sure what it is I mean I can get that for sure like yeah. I I do in an ideal world I do want that but I could I could live without it but I will say if even if I'm not ever getting married I'm getting a ring on my finger I'm just gonna <laughs> wear it no matter what that is a non-negotiable <laughs> why because you just want a ring or because like it's a symbol or what yeah it's like the daily symbol like not in a, a materialistic way right like, symbolic of that commitment to another person sure it's like a tattoo right like you see it every day and it like is just that reminder yeah and why would I not want something shiny and beautiful on my hand I love jewelry <laughs> why not add that to the list yeah absolutely no I agree <laughs> which reminds me of my ongoing bet with 
super cute boyfriend Scott. <laughs> oh, tell the people. Tell the people. So, you know, I'm in this fantastic relationship where marriage is certainly on the table. And he and I have a little bit different ideologies about marriage. Not that he doesn't want to get married, but he doesn't like the idea of spending a lot of money on a marriage rather than a home or traveling. And, and I don't disagree. Absolutely. Like, I don't. Those are still priorities. Yeah. But I told him, like, you know what? Like, the ring is the symbol that I wear every day for my entire life. I want the ring. That's, like, an absolute necessary thing for me. <laughs> so recently, as he knows that I've been struggling with my body image and my motivation to work out for some reason, knowing me so well, he told me <laughs> that the nicer my butt gets, <laughs> the nicer my ring will be. <laughs> and for anyone listening right now that's cringing and saying that is so bad, I know. you need to understand that He's only saying this because he knows it's going to motivate Sarah and he literally does not give a shit what your butt looks like. No, exactly. Yeah, just last night he gave me this whole spiel about like, he's like, no, like I'm in love with you. I'm in love with your body because it's you. Like he's like, I love every single thing about you. It's absolutely something that he's been trying to find something that will motivate me because he is so sad to watch me struggle. Mm -hmm. And he told me today, he's like, I honestly didn't think that that would work. And he, but he was giggling because it did work and I've been doing squats every night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ass to grass, baby. <laughs> Shorty get low, low, low. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop now. Bringing me back. Um, bringing me back to the club days. Okay, let's, let's think about you and Scott for a second with my next would you rather. Mm -hmm. Okay. You and your your lovely boyfriend. So this one's a little bit compl complicated, so bear with me. Okay, I'm ready. Would you rather be on death row for a crime you didn't commit, but the most important person in your life who supposedly committed the crime is free, or would you rather be free and have the most important person in your life on death row for a crime you committed? Ooh. Ooh, that's hard spicy, yo. because immediately I go to I would rather be on death row myself mm -hmm. but I know that if I was on death row for a crime he committed I would be so fucking mad I'd be so livid yeah like I, I probably would still love him but I would be so mad that he would let me die for something he did but then I'd be way more upset if then he had to die for something I did yeah yeah, I, I think guess in one of the scenarios you have to live with it, and the other you don't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I feel like it's funny because yeah, I choose I choose that I would rather die for something he did. However, the in all reality, what would actually happen in our relationship is that he would die for something I did. Like knowing our dynamic and who we are. That's probably accurate. <laughs> No offense. Just because I'm such a hot mess and he's such a loving human. Yeah, he protect you to the end. Yeah. Ride or die. It's terrible. <laughs> I love it. Ooh, here's another boyfriend partner one. Ooh, hit me. Whoa. Oh. Would you rather? <laughs> I would rather. Oh, God. <laughs> Whoa. That was one that I saw. Spank or get spanked. Wowza, the internet Wait. is a perv. Can we just go down that rabbit hole? Would you rather get spanked or be or, or spank someone else? Mm, yeah, I definitely would rather be on the receiving end of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, me too. Okay. Although I don't mind giving a nice spanking every once in a while. <laughs> what? I'm learning new things about you. Sorry. Even after 10 years. <laughs> Sorry, babe. You a bad bitch. <laughs> um, would you rather cheat on someone or get cheated on? I have that on here. No, you don't. Me too. Yes. Um, I would rather be cheated on because my my parents didn't like when I was growing up. My parents didn't 
punish my brother and I in the sense where they'd like ground us or they would take privileges away. They do this really fucked up thing where they get inside our head and be like, how do you think what you did makes the other person feel? Which is a really great skill to have, but it almost made me so hyper aware of my impact on other people that I'm like a compulsive people pleaser now. And I almost, the idea of any mm. causing anyone harm, like so deeply bothers me. Um, even for like simple things, like if I'm like at the grocery store and it takes me too long to get out my visa card to pay for my bill, I'm like stressed that the person behind me is so upset at me. <laughs> so with that being said, I would definitely rather being cheated on. One, I would never cheat on someone. It's something I'm literally not capable of doing. I don't think I could ever do that. Two, I couldn't live with myself. I would be so messed up for knowing that I did that to someone. Like, I don't think I'd ever be in another relationship ever again because I wouldn't trust myself. It would bother me so much. And I mean, okay, cheat on me, whatever been through worse like it's fine <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I don't know like I'm not I think getting cheated on is an awful feeling and it definitely gives you issues but like I've dealt with so much crap in my life I think that I would just you know I would get through it it wouldn't be easy but I've, I've been through worse you've never been cheated on at all hey um there was one incident that I don't think necessarily is exactly cheating although the lines were kind of blurred and don't get me wrong it didn't feel very nice when it happened but mm -hmm. i was really young and he was we were both immature so it was one of those situations where the guy doesn't want to break up with you so he just ignores you until you break up with him but i think he kind of just already started to bring another girl into the picture after he ghosted me but then again, this was literally almost 10 years ago. I'm not remembering it clearly. So That's so funny. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's exactly how it went, but that's how I remember it going. Right. It, it didn't feel very nice. Let me tell you, it did not feel great. No. I find <laughs> it so funny that like as similar as you and I are, how different we are. I know. Like, okay, so I don't actually, and I know that I asked this question, but I don't actually have an answer to your question. This question, it, I'm finding it really difficult. Like, whereas you haven't experienced cheating or being cheated on or whatever very much, I have experienced much of both. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they both feel awful. They do. They both are horrible. But I think that getting cheated on, like, wrecked me. However, it's all about the timing, too. Like, yeah. when I got cheated on recently, it was, like, this idealistic relationship that was going so fast and so well. And I had been, I don't know, like, destroyed in relationships so many times that it felt like the, like, final straw. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it was the cheating that, that made it so horrible or if it was just the situation right but i've also cheated and never to like a full-on extent where i'm having like a relationship or even sex with somebody else but like emotional and like slightly physical i think once um and yeah it's just for me it only happened when i was in a really neglectful relationship Mm -hmm. where I felt like I couldn't get out of the relationship, but I couldn't continue on not being cared for. Yeah. And that's not an excuse by any means. Like, it's very... Like, it's just the wrong thing to do. Like, you have to be able to have the, the guts to end it. Yeah. But I have to say that nothing felt worse than getting cheated on for me. Yeah, I mean, I can I can understand that. That would just be awful. Yeah, because I guess that I was at a point, especially now in my life, where I would never do that. Mm -hmm. So to have it happen to me, while not when I was at a point where I was low and I was not a great person, but when I was at a point where I felt like I was a good person and I, like, didn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Maybe it's karma. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know how that works. Karma's a biatch. She's <laughs> coming for you. Thanks for your honesty there, Sarah. Always. Let's um let's line it up a little bit with this. Yes, one. please. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Would you rather 
have to fart loudly every time you have a serious conversation <laughs> or have to burp after every kiss. <laughs> oh no. That's really hard. I feel like fart. Yeah, me too. Cause like, <laughs> I probably just have all of my serious conversations over the phone. <laughs> you can just mute. Yeah. <laughs> How do you ever have a romantic moment if you have to burp every time you kiss somebody? I know, especially if you've had garlic bread. Not a good idea. Ew. <laughs> oh my god, I think my boyfriend would break up with me. That's horrifying. Yeah, I agree. I would definitely go with the fart loudly every time you have a serious yeah. conversation. Because say if it's a negative serious conversation, that's a great way to like lighten things up and like Yeah, that's you know. true. But what if you're trying to like console somebody and like somebody died? And you're just, like, <laughs> farting away. <laughs> I mean, I identify with this because I've had so many digestive issues that I feel like this has been me. And it's fine. It's true. That's true. You used to fart all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we were in high school, we used to just be like, we just smell it. And we'd just be like, oh, Je Je <laughs> Jess is leaking again. <laughs> okay, that's when I was eating so much soy and I didn't realize that I was allergic to it. I know. It was Oh awful. my god. Oh. <laughs> I hate myself. Ew. Have I ever had terrible. boyfriends? I don't know. Your oh. turn. Oh my god, speaking of beds. Okay. Oh. Are all yours dirty, Sarah? Are you surprised? What the heck? I have like a nice sampling here. I've got some fart jokes. I got some jail stuff. I got, and you just have dirty. That's just like who I am as a human being. I don't know why you're surprised. I'm not. I'm actually not surprised. <laughs> Bring it on. Would you? <laughs> oh God. I can't no. even say it. It's, this is especially challenging for you, I think. I think it's less challenging for me to answer. Okay. Would you rather walk in on your parents having sex or have your parents walk in on you having sex? I'm not sure I'm supposed to answer this considering my parents are divorced. I know. <laughs> I actually, I can't Or answer. would you rather them walk in on you having sex? <laughs> I wish you could see your face right now. My mouth is just like wide open. I can't, I'm trying to, I'm really trying to come up with an answer, but whatever way I think about this, it's bad. It's all bad. It's but just what's, all bad. But what's the least bad? Uh, <laughs> I think them walking in on me, because like I don't think I'd get the image of me walking in on them out of my head ever. It would just be burned <laughs> in there forever. But it would have to be like my mom. Like if my mom walked in on me doing that, yeah, it would be shocking. No, but both of your parents would have to walk in. Ah, <sighs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. I. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I actually don't know. They're both so bad. They're both so, 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 so bad. Yeah, we also grew up in a household that was very conservative and there wasn't a lot of like love and affection shown. So it's very, it's still a strange for me to like see my parents that way. Yeah. Do you <sighs> think though that like if your parents were like, say my parents, they're like, like that, would it be more comfortable for you to see them or for yes, them to see you? totally. Because I feel like they're comfortable with their sexuality, so it wouldn't make them it weird. Whereas, like, if I walked in on my dad, I think it would just be, holy sh Like, he'd lose his mind. I'd lose my mind. Everyone <laughs> would lose their mind. No one is prepared, mentally prepared to deal with that situation. Absolutely not. <laughs> So I have had both of these things happen. <laughs> I just like down the rest of my glass of wine there. She's gone. She's gone. <laughs> After that conversation. <gasps> so yeah, my parents have both walked in on me having sex. I have walked in on my parents having sex. I share a wall with them. So like, you know? Yeah. You know. There's only so much room for privacy. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think I'd still rather walk in on them. Yeah. Because it's just so... 
violating to have your parents see you like that. Mm -hmm. And also, for some reason, my dad is already always naked. <laughs> I do, it, it, like, I see him naked see so frequently. See what I mean? Like, the comfort level with sexu sexuality makes such a difference. It's true. And this is actually a good, like, this kind of shows why I think it's important with your kids to, like, show affection to your spouse and to, like, destigmatize sex or at least, like, romantic touch. Because, like, look at our comfort levels with that. Like, it's actually very different. Yeah, it is. Based on our upbringing. Like, you are much more comfortable with that idea. Like, obviously, you don't like the idea, but you're clearly way less freaked out than I am right now. You're also way more comfortable showing physical affection yeah. toward, to your significant other yeah. in a public or even, like, a semi-private environment. Right. Like, I'm very, very, very uncomfortable showing physical affection in public and very uncomfortable showing physical affection around my parents. Yeah. Whereas the flip side of that, though, is that I chose seven dirty would you rathers. Yeah. <laughs> I have no other interests after sex. You've got a dirty little mind out there. <laughs> the other day when we were hanging out here with the boys, Scott got mad at me. Not mad, but like he talked to me after. He's like, why were you making so many sex jokes? Like, I'm sorry, you gave me wine. Like, what did you expect? <laughs> the wine gets a flowing. Okay, I feel like because you stole one of mine, I don't have that many left. Here's one. <laughs> Would you rather be... This is so rude. Degrading. Would you rather be married to a 10 with a bad personality or a 6 with an amazing personality? Oh, a 6 with an yeah. amazing personality. Duh. Duh. Absolutely. Also, like, 6 is fine. Like... Like, I'm a six. <laughs> I don't think you're a six. But, like, okay. Again, we can reference the, the, the street eight. Yes. Street, or street ten? Uh, I don't remember. Street eight model four. Yeah, street eight model four. Yeah, we can reference that. Yeah. Because, like, a six is, like, above average if you're, like, referring to all human beings. True. So, like, it's not even like you wouldn't be attracted to that person. You know? They'd mm -hmm. still be attractive. Yep. And I feel like an amazing personality makes everybody's features just, like, more attractive. Like, have you ever seen, like, photographers who take pictures of people when they're not smiling up close to their face and then they take a picture of the person, same person, like, full-on smiling? Mm. And you can't not think that person is beautiful. You just look at I them know. and you're like... It's so true. It's... Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Easy one. Yeah, I think that's easy as well. And I can attest to this, too. Like, I like been in se several relationships where like the personality and attractiveness fact factors yeah. have like kind of done different things <laughs> and I think I'm definitely at the point now where it's like obviously like you want to be attracted to the person you want to find them handsome or yeah. beautiful or whatever that is and that's important but oh my god why would you ever want to marry a 10 with a bad personality like, no. Yeah, okay, because, like, Mary in the end... someone with a bad personality, you've just spent the rest of your life with them just because they're attractive? That sounds terrible. I mean, in You're going to hate that person <laughs> in two weeks. Yeah, and in the end, we're all twos anyway. Well, in the end, like, we all sag and wrinkle and oh, yeah. go gray. We all kind of look similar and... I mean, that's not necessarily true. Yeah. No, I, I know. I also, like, I find a lot of older people very good looking but mm. i love me a silver fox ew it's just a weird thing to say. <laughs> although actually so first of all i'm a winner because my boyfriend is a 10 personality and a 10 good looks like he's just the whole package so wiener <laughs> what? sorry i don't i just had to say that for some reason <laughs> what <laughs> Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, I see. Yeah. I, I won everything. Um, But I forget what I was saying because you called me a wiener. You said that your boyfriend's a 10 and a 10 on both scales. And you were going to keep going on something, but... I got nothing. All righty then. <laughs> it's gone. That's fine. It's so That's far fine. gone. It's fine. Is it my turn? Bring it home, okay. sis. Okay, this one's funny. I asked you this because I know you want children. It's okay if you don't want children, but you do. So, would you rather only be able to have one child? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, 
Seven. <laughs> oh, oh my. One. You would never be able to have more than one child. Biologically? Yeah. Or yeah. no, or like you, or adopting, or like you could have adopting. one child. Yeah, still one. Unless it was like seven and like I could adopt most of them. I don't know. I don't, I just don't ethically believe in giving birth to seven children and putting that many more people on this earth that are going to consume its resources and contribute to its demise. <laughs> However, if I was in a place to like have maybe one or two biological children and was to adopt five or six, whatever it is, then maybe, but that's a lot. Like I like my career yeah. and yeah, I think I'd just take one. Like I don't, I want to have two. I think. Yeah. Like, I don't really want to have a kid that's an only child, but seven? I have always wanted... I want my own life, too. I want to have my own life. Yeah. I, I don't want to be... I think what happened, I think, with maybe our parents' generation is that, like, parents didn't have boundaries between themselves and their kids, and they really put everything into their children, and I don't think that that's healthy. I think that, like... One of the things my mom told me that when she had me and my brother, she felt like mom, like this new identity of mom. And she didn't know where like she, Kelly went, Right. you know, and I'm very determined to try to not have that happen. Like, obviously mom is an amazing identity and it's like something that you should wear very proudly. But I also think that it's important to remember who you are aside from being a mom. I think it's important to prioritize your interests and mm. your passions. And those will probably just be enriched by being the experience of being a mother or being a parent. Um, but I think it's very important to like hold on to your own identity because 20 years, 25 years down the line and your kids leave, like you need to be able to look yourself in the eye and say, I know who I am and I know what I want to do with the rest of my life. Like right. this attitude that like our whole life exists to just parent these kids for 25 years and we like alter everything about ourselves to do that. Like that doesn't resonate with me. Like, yes, I believe in being a super giving mother and obviously things about you will change probably for the better. Mm -hmm. But I also think we need to respect ourselves as women and not feel the pressure to take on such a overwhelming identity of being a mom, which I think has been forced on us for a very long time. Yeah. No, you're absolutely because right. Why do men get to keep their identity as parents, but women don't? Oh, absolutely. Or as a, not as parents, but you get what I'm saying. But like when they're parents, yeah. Like yeah. men traditionally like would keep their identity. They're not suit like not all, but like traditionally, like they go to the office, they go to their job, and they had their life and they had their interests. They're still going to play golf with the boys. They're still drinking. They still get to maintain their identity, whereas women become housewives or working moms. Who calls them working dads? No one. <laughs> it's so accurate. It's so dumb. Yeah. Right? No, like, I don't want to be a working mom. I want to be Jess. Yeah. And I want to be a mom. But I want I want all those things to exist separately. Right. I don't want to be a working mom. I just want to be mom. And then I want to be badass Jess at work doing what I do that's good. Yeah. And I don't know if I would be able to do that with seven kids. Maybe. I'm sure there's some women who are. And they're probably holy mother of God. They're amazing women. <laughs> all the power yeah. to you. But I'm not sure how I can make that work for yeah. me. No, I get that. I mean, I'm I'm in the camp of I'd rather have seven kids. Biological. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, but, but, that, <laughs> but that's because my identity is mom now. And I don't have any kids. Like, I feel like I'm already there and I am like mom without kids. So it's not like it's going to change my identity. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously I can't, I can't say that completely, yeah. but the, I mean, my entire career is based around raising children. My entire yeah. like passion since I was a kid has been kids and just loving that idea of that foundational base that you give kids and knowing that kids are going to grow up to be this future generation that controls things and changes things and makes things better is so powerful to me. Mm -hmm. And I just love them. I just love them. I, I have so much love in my heart for kids um, that I think that I could do it. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't be exhausted and probably have horrible days and <laughs> not a perfect mother. I think it's probably true no matter how many kids you have. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely true. Yeah. 
No, but I just, I think that that's the camp that I sit in. Like all the, I, this is the thing that I've always thought as a feminist that I struggle with is this concept that to be a feminist, you can't prefer to be a mom that you, you would be expected to be a working woman who wants that identity and not want the identity of, yeah. of working mom or mom. And I think that feminism should fight for women to do anything they want. And I'm I, not saying it doesn't. And I, Yeah, I think you're right. I think that is the idea of it. I think it's the idea that women can choose. Yes. It's that that's our prerogative and our choice to make. Yes. But there is not this, the expectation of us. Right. But there is a, a slight stigma, I think, within some women and maybe men that to be a feminist, you would have to want that. It means that you want that, it, you know? And I sometimes I feel like I'm not a good feminist because like my aspiration is to be a mother and a wife and... I think, yeah, some people would say that you're not, but I don't think those people really get it. Right. Yeah. Like if you think that's the only, if you think that's the one way to be a feminist, then you're actually, you're just doing the same thing in the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> the whole idea is that we, we, we lift women up to a place where they have just as much allowance to make their choices like men have had all these years. The whole idea is that women are in a place where nothing is expected of us and everything is our decision. So tangent that we can cut out if we need to, <laughs> but Scott and I had a conversation yesterday about he's a man who really fights for, for men's mental health and how he thinks that this toxic masculinity thing is what oppresses women, but it's also what affects men so negatively. Because totally. we're talking about what, um, you know, freedom men have to choose. But I think the reality is that men feel this pressure to be super masculine and not act in any sort of feminine way. And that's really negative in and of itself. And then we have this hierarchy of thinking masculine is better than feminine. Yeah. And it's just, it's just this huge cycle. And I just thought it was such an interesting perspective. True feminism serves men and women equally because it, it is looking to dismantle those really disruptive um, and unhealthy expectations of both men and women. I think people get confused because femme is in the name. Yeah. But the the idea of creating an equal playing field and allowing men to feel emotions and not having that be seen as a girly thing and that a girly thing is seen as a bad thing, it all, it, it comes full circle. Mm -hmm. It really is about the empowerment of everyone to just be authentic. Like that literally is all it is. Like, I agree. You are you. You are entitled to live your life how you want to live it without systemic barriers you are you, you're entitled to feel emotions as you feel them without the expectation that you're a man and you need to bury it. Like it's, it's really quite straightforward. And at the same time, it is quite nuanced as well, but it at its core, that's, that's what it is. Exactly. But I think that that's so unknown because, because it, it takes it liberating women, lifting them up to have that happen. Yeah. And because that's a priority, a lot, I think a lot of people take it as it's for women and about women only. Real, it is kind of true, but it's not holistically true. Yeah, like it's part of it, and it's a part. It's a major part of the solution. Yeah, but the amplified effects are so much more than that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, would you rather have no emotions at all, or have to feel everything really deeply? I think we both know what my answer is going to be to this. I'm actually kind Can of curious. Can you guess what my answer is? Just guess it before I tell you. I'm really curious what you think my answer is. I think that it's feel everything really deeply. But I think that your natural lean towards would be to go to not have emotions. You know, I'm definitely, I think you're right. Like, I'm very inclined to say never feel emotions because, like, I always say that. Like, I don't have emotions. <laughs> I'm a robot. And, like, that's <laughs> how I protect myself. Yeah. Obviously. But... Yeah, I I think it would be a happier life to feel everything very deeply. So that's what I should want. Yeah. That's what I need to work towards, I yeah. think. It's hard because, like, you get the highs and the lows, which is difficult. But I do. It's funny. In my life, I'm very emotionally stoic towards a lot of things. But, I'm, but I also feel certain things very deeply. Yes. 
like I have two glasses of wine if you ask me about my friends I'll cry because I'll talk <laughs> about how amazing they are and how much I love them because I feel my love and respect for my friends so deeply and when I'm feeling those feelings I feel amazing like it's silly but I love that mm. I love to feel that deep love for my friends um I don't love to feel vulnerable and out of control mm. which is very easy for me to feel um, in that way, I'd love to have no emotions because I know that no one can hurt me or I can't hurt myself or I'm not going to be let down again, yeah. which is like a roller coaster that I went on my entire life. I think part of the reason that I went to counseling this year <laughs> was to learn to be comfortable with emotion because, you know, I would just shut it down and it would, I bury it, bury it, bury it, bury it, bury it, explode, mm -hmm. which is not healthy. No for myself or the people around me. And I would say things I did not mean and did not want to say. Um, so I think the old me would say no emotions, but the better me says feel everything deeply. Truthfully, I think I'm somewhere still in the middle trying to figure it out. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. I mean, like my answer is that I already live. One, I already live the feel everything really deeply. Yeah. <laughs> So it's not even a choice for me. It's very much like that's my life and I've accepted it. And I experience every high, very high. And I experience very, every low, very low. And mm -hmm. that's just who I am. Um, and I don't think I would trade that in. I've had to work really hard to know how to cope with that. Mm -hmm. um, it's definitely an ability and a skill, but it's also a challenge. It's a huge challenge. Um, honestly, like empathy is a skill. But being an overly empathetic person, is a, it's almost dangerous. Like, it's, it can make you spiral. I remember one time my mom, when I was, like, I don't even know, 12? I remember she, she never buys anything for herself, so she bought herself a smoothie. And she dropped it. And to this day, when I think of that, if I let myself, I could bawl my eyes out. Yeah. You've told me that before, actually. I, I, it won't leave my mind. The yeah. image of her face and the smoothie on the ground just won't leave my mind. Yeah. And it's hard. Like, it's mm -hmm. really hard to, to have that kind of deep emotion about every little thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I said, like, it's just you learn to cope. You learn to just be okay and figure it out. And it is what it is. It's funny. I can totally relate because even in, like, my most emotionally stoic times of my life I've always been so empathetic towards other people's pain mm -hmm. because I dealt with a lot of pain very early on in my life like before I think other people did like when my grandparents died like right. I was so so close with my grandparents so it it was like losing another parent and when they passed away I was only in grade eight so like most people hadn't lost their yeah because you were like 12 or 13 yeah a lot of 13. people hadn't really lost their grandparents yet at that age and they um and or maybe they didn't have quite as close a relationship so i think that at that age i learned what that type of grief is like mm -hmm. so young and i carried that with me and even now when i know my friends are experiencing grief it is very hard for me like so much so sometimes that like when i'm with them and they're talking about it i need to like get my own emotions in check because it's like almost like my reaction is almost inappropriate because I feel so emotional for them. Like I could probably cry harder for them than they're crying for themselves. Yeah. Because I just, I feel another person's pain so deeply. Like it will make me feel physically sick to think about mm -hmm. if another person's going through pain. Like I just feel, I feel that for them. I really do. Yeah. And I think that's also what I did. It's like, that was my way of like, letting out my pain a little bit too, I think, kind of deflecting right. it onto other people, um, crying for them, crying a bit for myself. Sure. <laughs> I think. Yeah, whereas mine is very separate. I'll have sob sessions for myself and then also sob sessions for others, <laughs> sob sessions for my dog, <laughs> like everyone and everything. Oh my gosh, we were on a road trip this summer and came across an animal that had been hit by a car, I, I still don't know what it was. At first I thought it was a dog, and I instantly started crying. Oh no. And then Scott said that, no, it's way too big to be a dog. And I realized it was a cow. <gasps> and I was just crying. No. And he's like, I don't know what to do with you. Like I was inconsolable just to think of this poor animal being hit by one of our stupid cars. 
I just, it was awful. I mean, granted, it probably had a worse fate. Maybe. I don't know. It looked, it wasn't a small town. Maybe it was just like a small ranch. Like. You think that. That's what you meat eaters all think. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kind of kidding, not kidding. Kidding, not I'm kidding. I'm not that judgmental, but. <laughs> who knows? I mean, yeah, maybe he was just like a pet cow, but. It was small. Not. It was young. It was small enough that I thought it was a dog. Like a big dog. It was a calf? Yeah. Baby. Yeah, it was devastating. That, that actually is devastating. I know, I was I was really upset. Anytime I see roadkill, I'm a mess. Yeah, I ran over a mouse one time. I had a <gasps> mental breakdown. I would too. I know. I was like, I'm going to hell for sure. <laughs> if you weren't already. <laughs> yeah, I think that was actually pre-decided. Uh, that's fine. We call that predestination. Oh, is that what it's called? It is, yeah. When you're just born so rotten. No, no, no. Well, predestination. The universe has plans for you to no, be a I like... complete piece of shit. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I mean, you, you're born one way or the other. Some people believe that you're predestined. You're born good or you're born evil. Is that related to reincarnation by chance? Indeed. You want to you wanna give me that last one? Are you ready to give me the, the closer? I'm so excited because, like, you're not going to see this. No one's going to see this coming. I'm ready. This is... I think I went into the depths of Reddit for this one. <laughs> but that's um, a dangerous place to go. Yeah, yeah. Most of the would you rather's on Reddit are like weirdly sexual ones from like weird internet dudes. Like me? Wait, are you Dirty Dog 999? <laughs> Did you submit this? Yes, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Yes. Would you. <laughs> God, this is so weird. <laughs> Would you rather have? <laughs> I'm sorry. You just start. Getting... I'm just trying to. I'm looking at right you right now, picturing it, and I'm just. I'm losing oh, it. No. I am. Would <laughs> Would you rather have hair for teeth or teeth for hair? <laughs> Whales have hair for teeth. Does anything have teeth for hair? Well, not exactly, but like kind of like a rhinoceros. <laughs> I forgot what it was called. I was like, I'm not a rhinoceros. What is that? A rhinoceros. Like they have horns, but they're not teeth, but like. It's on their nose. Oh. It's <laughs> on their hair. I'm sure there is a freaky animal that have, has teeth on the outside of its body. I'm sure. Well, I mean, teeth are just bones. So if, okay, if I had teeth for hair, would I be an arachnid? Because, <laughs> like, I'd have an exoskeleton. <laughs> I don't know, but you brought a rock. <laughs> what? A rock? A rack. A rack? Oh, I do have a rack. <laughs> I were referring to the country. <laughs> Iraq. No, I meant boobies. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay, make your decision. Okay. Do you want in your mouth to have hair where your teeth is, or do you want your head covered in teeth? I think that I'm making the decision to have teeth for hair. Yeah. Because originally I would have said hair for teeth. But then I thought about all the foods that I love that I couldn't eat. Also, the feeling of perpetually having a hair stuck in your mouth is enough to drive me bonkers. How many hairs are stuck in your mouth? Ah! No, but you're all, you'd have so many hairs if it was going along your entire jawline. I would feel kind of cool. It'd be like a toothbrush for teeth. But you wouldn't have teeth. <laughs> Do I have to care for the teeth on my head the same way I care for the teeth in my mouth? Like Absolutely. I you want to get a cavity and everyone can see it? Nope. But can you get cavities if you're not eating with the teeth? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Sarah? I don't know. I just found this on Reddit okay. and I haven't thought about the reality I, of this. I need to call my dentist and get back to you. Do it. Can you ask your dentist what the best decision is here? Wait, did you answer? Do you want teeth for hair or hair for teeth? I think I want teeth for hair and then I just wear a wig. I feel like that's cheating though. Yeah, that's fine though, because I'd have teeth on my head and that's not okay. <laughs> like, no. 
And I have no way I'm putting hair in my mouth. That's gross. Okay. Can you imagine a guy wants to make out with you and he sticks his tongue in there and it feels like a washing machine full of hair? I feel like that would be fun. Swish, swish, swish. <laughs> oh my god, it's just... Exactly, it's not fun. I have some experimenting to do tonight. I'll let you know how it goes. I've never oh talked god. to my dentist. Oh my god. Yeah. On that note... This is not medical advice. <laughs> Please advise. Please note. <laughs> Please note. On that note, I think we've had too much wine, so we're going to cut this off because I don't even know what a rhinoceros is anymore, apparently. Any last words, Sarah? Um, honestly, the most that I got out of this podcast today was... The most that I got out of this podcast today was that we need to start a business in which pads are sewn into bras and bathing suits. Amen. The rest, do with it what you will. Put it in the archives. Listen to us be ridiculous. That's all there is. And if you aren't already, follow us on Instagram at notyouraveragegirl.podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, follow our podcast, download our episodes. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Leave us a review. We'd love to know what you think. And stay tuned for next week's episode because we'll be back. Do it. Do it or else. Do it. Do it or else. Teeth will grow out of your head. <laughs> You'll get hair for teeth. Bye, friends. Bye.